0: Oh, Phoenix! Hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish...
1: Greg DeMarco Show.
0: best in all its future endeavors. Welcome. Shut up. Acknowledge me.
1: It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. My name is Greg DeMarco, and I'm welcoming you to another edition of the Babyface Heal podcast because there's two sides to every storyline. Now, normally, as you know, This is a three-headed monster where I am the heel, Patrick O'Dowd is the babyface, and Miranda Morales is stuck in the middle, forced to be the referee, the peacekeeper, the tweener, and free to choose sides as she wishes. This week's show, quite different from that, but I know you're going to be excited. I know you're going to love it, and we'll get to that here momentarily. But a couple quick reminders. You can follow me on all of your forms of social media at ChairShotGreg. That's the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. Everything is different, so go out there, give it a follow, and interact. Let's have some fun. The show is part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can follow on social media, at Media. Uh, Of course, we we publish everything at TheChairShot.com. We also are streaming on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So go out there, like, subscribe, and leave us that five-star review. Be a friend, tell a friend, spread the word, spread the love. That is at all of our podcasts, not just this one, but all of our podcasts here at TheChairShot.com. It is Wednesday. So as you continue your podcast listening, of course, our show comes out Wednesday afternoons. Wednesday night, uh, you will have Three Man Weave covering everything you need for sports. Then Thursday morning, Chair Shot Radio with Ray Cash and Darren Mags Kirkby. The hashtag Miranda Show and Pod is War coming up for you on Thursday. So definitely give all of those a listen. Normally, like I said, we have Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales with us. They're not here for this episode, but... Still follow them on social media anyway. Patrick O'Dowd, as you all know, can be found at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, just like there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist. And one of my two best friends, Patrick O'Dowd. And also go follow Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on Facebook and Instagram. There is no Twitter because she is the Twitterless heroine. Um, the word hashtag is spelled out. And of course there's an I in Miranda for Miranda Morales, my other best friend, neither of which with me today. They abandoned me. Actually, I I sort of abandoned them, but it's a long story. I'm sure we'll tell it on one of the shows here this week. But that doesn't mean that you're stuck with me because that would suck. Right. You don't want to do that. Instead, I'm going to do you one better. We are super privileged and I am super excited to welcome somebody that I have had a chance to talk to uh, on different occasions over the you know past few weeks and months, but she got to do something really, really cool over at SummerSlam Weekend. We're going to get into that and so much more. You can follow her on... Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, which is a new one for me. I don't spend much time on TikTok, but hell, this whole stuff wouldn't have happened without TikTok. So we'll definitely talk about that. At Ringside Rain, that's Rain with an E, R-A-I-N-E. It is the winner of the WWE TikTok Announcer Contest. You saw her introducing Big E and Baron Corbin at the WWE SummerSlam kickoff. It is Rain Cruz. Rain, thank you for coming on here and letting me talk to you.
2: Oh, my God. Thank you for having me tonight. It's, it's a, really an honor for me to do this interview. This is actually my first interview since uh, since this past Saturday uh, from SummerSlam. So this is I still can't believe it happened. So I, I feel like this is going to be the first time where I'm going to actually relive this and tell this story uh, to everyone so they could actually hear how my experience went.
1: Well, I appreciate the fact that we get to talk to you first. I know you've got more lined up. I think it's great. Um, And I'm just super excited for you and everything that's happened. And I'm really excited for everyone to get to hear about it because, look, damn near everybody, if not everybody, who's going to listen to this, will never get to do that. I mean, it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It's an amazing thing that you got to do. And and I want to talk to people about that and so much more because, obviously – there's more to you than there's a person who they saw during the kickoff at SummerSlam, right? There's more. There's more that goes on besides that. And so I want to make sure that people have an opportunity to, to learn about that, to see that, and take it from there. So, But obviously, the, the major thing that people want to know about is the SummerSlam experience. So before um, we get going to, to a commercial break uh, and, and really dig into that, let's let people know, like, you know, what just... I guess maybe, you know, let's pretend like we're at work, right? And we're, we're doing our jobs that, that maybe we love, maybe we hate, who knows. But give people one non-wrestling interesting fact about you. Then we'll go to commercial. Then we'll come back and really dive into the SummerSlam stuff.
2: I was in a local paint commercial in Las Vegas, eating paint, actually, strawberries with paint. What kind of commercial? It was a, a local paint company commercial. Nice. I dipped strawberry in paint and ate it.
1: You dipped you you dip strawberries in paint and just ate it on. Just down.
2: ate it yeah, during a commercial.
1: Wow. Was well, the,
2: quote unquote paint, right. but it wasn't really paint. Was it like white <laughs>
1: chocolate or like what was
2: it? It was white chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> See, so I, I could produce commercials. No, I, I couldn't. I, I just because I know that they use white chocolate. I was like, yeah. that's really cool. That that is cool. Do you? How long ago was that?
2: God, maybe um, 2011, 10 years okay. ago.
1: So you probably don't see that commercial anymore.
2: No, no. Uh, it, it aired, I think, for at least maybe five years. Oh, wow. Not mistaken. Yeah. Maybe Did four ever, or Do you have it recorded
1: years. somewhere, like busted out to impress people?
2: Yeah, I actually have it on my YouTube page. So.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go find that. I'm going to watch this commercial. That's really cool. That That's awesome that you got to do that. And, you know, I, I love stories like that because there's just things that people got to do that no one ever knows about. You know, like you got to do a commercial and, and all that. Like I, I've told stories before about being in stand-up comedy. I used to do stand-up comedy a long time ago. And I got to perform at Caroline's on Broadway, like as an opening act once. And and didn't really know that Caroline's was the big, you know, I, I was just getting in and, and now it's like, people are like, you got to perform at Caroline's on Broadway. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's like, every other. so just, just little things that, that, you know, set people apart that as your life goes on, you don't think about every single day, but. We'd all do, we've all done a lot of cool stuff, and I think it's good to talk about that and share our cool stuff with other people. So, awesome that you got to do that. Well, before we dig into SummerSlam, we need to remind everybody that you can head on down to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of those chair shot t-shirts. We got all kinds of designs. We've got the logos. We've got the slogans. We've got... You know, the personality shirts. There's If you don't like me, if you think that I suck, there's an Everybody Hates Greg t-shirt that's perfect for you. So go on out there and pick one up. Of course, there is the famous Baron Corbin Sucks shirt endorsed by the man himself, Baron Corbin, on Twitter. Now, that was a couple years ago. I have to find the tweet, but Baron Corbin found out about the shirt and, and he approved of it and they didn't make me take it down. So I'm a hundred percent fine with that, but you can get those over at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Every shirt you buy supports the movement. That is the chair shot.com. You know, as I like to say, and, and people like to steal and use on their podcast websites, don't grow on trees and neither do podcasting networks. So this helps support everything that we do and keep us going, giving you your favorite content each and every single day. Here at the Chairshot.com, and you're not just giving us money; like you're getting a shirt, and a shirt that you could actually wear out. If if you want, you know, funny shirts, we've got those. You know, we've we've got beer logo shirts inspired for the Chairshot.com. Just everything that you could possibly want. So pick up one of those shirts over at Progressingtees.com forward slash the Again, that's Progressingtees.com forward slash the Pick up a shirt today.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, welcome back again. Thank you for listening, supporting our commercials, supporting our t-shirt store, and everything else here at Thechairshot.com. Also, should have said this before the commercial break if you are local in the state of Arizona or even close by or just looking for something really cool to do and maybe want to take a trip this weekend, Impact Zone Wrestling presents Grand Prix this Saturday night at the Sun Studios of Arizona. Um, you know, it's always a big joke where Patrick and Miranda are like, Hey, do you know Greg was a wrestling promoter? And usually, Miranda's here to pimp the show for me, but she's not now, so I have to do it. But come on out. Have a good time. We have a few tickets left, not a ton, so follow us at IZWWrestlingAZ for all of your ticket links. We um, literally uh, after we went started recording this on Tuesday night, I got an, another email notification of more ticket sales. So always love getting those, especially on show week. But come on out. Check it out. IZW Grand Prix. We've got our tag team tournament, the Grand Prix tournament as well. Um, six teams involved in that Graves versus Gallo. The next saga in in their battles that have been going on for years both in and out of IZW, Watson versus Gino Rivera, a six-woman tag team match, and so much more. So come on out, check it out, IZW Grand Prix, this Saturday night, August 28th, at the Sun Studios of Arizona. And before Grand Prix... At 3 o'clock, we actually have an event called Nothing to Lose, which is our student show. So come on out. Support the wrestling students from three different wrestling schools, one in Arizona, uh, the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center, one in Nevada, no, no, one in Colorado, excuse me, the Al Snow Wrestling Academy, and off the ropes out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Students from all three of those schools will converge here in Tempe uh, at IZW for a student show called Nothing to Lose. We know that John Wolfgang will take on Curtis Cole, and then and Lilith Grimm will battle we'll battle great Reagan Grimes. Probably eight matches in total on the student social. So come out, support those students. Tickets for that are super cheap. We just want people to have an opportunity to see the students, and the students have a great opportunity to work. So come check that out. Find all of it at IZW Wrestling A Z on any one of your forms of social media. Grab those tickets while you can. Tickets might be available at the door if we still have them, but the way we're going, we probably won't. We have sold out the past four IZW events, and I expect to sell out this one, too, so come check that out. So, again, should have done that before the commercial, but, hey, that's what happens. So, Rain, let's talk, man. So, let's go back to, I mean, everybody wants to hear about the SummerSlam experience, but obviously you had to go through the TikTok contest, and... And if people aren't familiar with it, basically you were side by side with video footage and you were introducing a WWE superstar. There were different situations and and, and all of that. Tell me, kind of give people a brief synopsis of what that was, and then maybe talk about what your approach was to these videos.
2: So when I found out that WWE is doing this TikTok contest, my first reaction was, of course it's on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. So I had to download TikTok to join this contest. And I literally had to learn how to create do du- because they had this thing called duet with WWE. Uh, basically, you create a duet with John Cena making an entrance, Sasha Banks, The Undertaker, Edge, and Bianca Belair. Um I took it as just basically, you know, have fun with it. Um I did two takes. One was like at home and that was like my first batch of like uploads. And honestly, when I was doing it, it was like, oh man, I've never tried announcing any of these WWE superstars. And this is actually a cool opportunity to do it. Cause I can see them coming out and I can see myself and I'm recording myself. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I started scrolling on TikTok because there's a hashtag WWE for contest and I could tell my video was you have to keep scrolling so you could find my video. So I was like oh my god maybe I should upload more. So I went to my, um, my wrestling dojo in Orange County and asked my promoter hey is it okay if I you know shoot this TikTok video I just want like a wrestling ring background and um, to kind of give that wrestling uh, you know, setting um, in my video. And I did that, and then I uploaded those as well. Um, so my take was basically, you know what, it's free to upload a video. Might as well just upload as much as you can. Um, to me, it's not gonna hurt if I have multiple videos uploaded. Um, I know it's not a matter of how many videos you upload. And to be honest with you, I wasn't sure what is looking for. To me, it's like, are they looking for? Like just, you know, someone who has experience, which by the way, I, I only started doing this in March, March of 2021. It happened by accident. And to me, it's like, my thinking was, well, I'm not really a, an experienced ring announcer. You know, I've only done this since March. I have a few shows under my belt. I don't know if I'm the person they're looking for, or they're probably looking for like someone who has never done it before. I wasn't sure. But to me, it's like, it's everyone's game. I'm gonna keep uploading videos, and hopefully, somehow, they see me because I, like I said, I have to keep scrolling so that way it could, I could find my video.
1: And obviously, they did. First of all, they found your video yeah. somehow, <laughs> right? Um, and and so, I mean, I probably saw as you share on Instagram and everything at least what twenty of these videos.
2: Probably, yeah. Because I, aside from the the duets with WWE, I started incorporating. Other um, like WWE um, entrances, like or like as if I'm announcing someone just won a match. Uh, right. I created one where Roman Reigns is still the champion, or because at that time I think they just had a pay per view. I think it was Money in the Bank, um, and Roman Reigns, you know was still a champion, or he became a champion. still after Money in the Bank, and um, so I did. I recorded one for Roman Reigns, one with Nikki Cross. And it's funny because like my friend, I went to get my haircut once and she's like, you want to do one here at my salon? And I was like, might as well. There's other people yeah. at the salon and they could hear like the hair clippers. There's like people staring at me. But my mindset was just like, you know, if I can't do this in front of like three people staring at me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like, you know, the, that means I can't do it in front of like 51,000 people.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're exactly right. And, and obviously I'm sure that gets more, more and more comfortable every weird place you do it and, and, uh, kind of becomes your thing. So you get picked, obviously you win, right? We, we know already what you've done. How do you find out that you won?
2: Um, so for me, like I, you know, got like, you know, obviously a contact from WWE that I, I won the contest. And I just remember when I got the message, I was like, Oh my God. I literally like went to the floor and I started crying and I, cause I couldn't believe it, you know, in my head, I was like, I, like I mentioned earlier, I only started doing this back in March. I don't have that many shows under my belt. Um, and to me, I wasn't sure if my style was the kind of style they're looking for. So to me, I was just like, and I've seen other people who, who I thought are really great as well. So I was like, well, you know, maybe they, you know, what if they didn't pick me? And when I saw the message from WWE, I was just like, I went to the floor, I started crying. My husband went up to me. He's like, what happened? What happened? And I was just like, and I kind of just showed him the message and I was like, I, I got it, I won. And then um he couldn't believe it as well. Cause I remember when I joined the contest, my husband's like, all right, don't get your hopes up. Like, he's like, it's a contest. There's a lot of entries. It's basically buying a lotto ticket, you know, like it's one in a million shot. And I think when I found out that I won, at first I was just like, okay, is this real? Like what is going on? And ever since then up until now, I still can't believe it all happened. Like how like things changed just like that. Like for me.
1: So how long ago did you find out? Like, like how long before Summer Lam- Slam did you learn this that you won? Uh,
2: maybe a few days before SummerSlam. Slam. Really? So it was not SummerSlam.
1: something you had a lot of time to even prepare for.
2: Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's like, um, you know, for me, I, I didn't, Share it because they you know they were supposed to announce it, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to kind of like break that thing and they're supposed to um, so my family didn't know, my friends didn't mm-hmm. know um, you know, because to me, you know, it's their contest. I respected their right to announce the winner. Of um, so my husband knew, I knew, <laughs> but that's about it. and you know um, it was it was weird because it's like when I got to the event, I just remember telling my, I have friends who went to SummerSlam and I just kind of basically surprised them. And I just made sure that they were there for the pre-show because I had no clue what match I was going to announce. Right. Until I got there. Um, Which to me, honestly, it worked out perfectly for me because I think had I known beforehand what match I would announce, um, then I probably would have rehearsed it Mm -hmm. and, It probably would have gotten to my head and then, you know, versus enjoying the moment. So I think it was cool that, you know, they told me which match I was going to announce until, you know, just on the day of, you know, and to me, it was just like, I treated it as, okay, cool. Kind of like when I go to some, you know, some of my shows, Mm -hmm. sometimes there's a last minute change. They give me like a new match. Cool. All right, cool. I'll, you know, just announce this thing. Cool.
1: Yeah. change my note cards and let's go. So I get that. Yeah. Did that for sure. So when you're out there in front of, you know, 51,000 people, however many were in the arena by the time kickoff happens, but still, you know, thousands of times more than, than you've announced in front of before, um, in, in the shows that you've done, uh, so far in your life in California and Yuma and all that. I mean, when you're actually in the moment, is it in your head? Are you just going and, and doing it? And it's kind of a blur, like, like, what is it now?
2: You know, what's weird is that um, when I remember seeing everyone, right, when we walked out there and I was like, oh, my God, the stadium's full. And then in my head, I was like, why am I not nervous? What is wrong with me? <laughs> I was like thinking in my head, are you okay? Like, why are you not nervous? I was mostly excited, Good. like, throughout the whole time. And... It was really nice for them to tell me, "Rain, we will give you a moment to take this all in." That's why you know when they my, when um, Mike Rome announced that I was the winner, I was able to kind of wave at everyone because they let me have that moment, um, and I was able to look around and kind of see everyone. What's weird is that I couldn't hear them. Oh, really? For some reason, I couldn't hear people. I was just like in my head. It's like I had everything. I was just like ready to go. I was just ready, waiting for that bell to ring. And when I heard ding, 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 I just kind of changed everything. I couldn't hear anything else but myself. And I was just in the zone. Um, and I did my thing. And, you know, and then after that, um, after I was done with announcing, I remember walking up to my husband and He's like, oh, my God, great job. You killed it. And then to me, that's why I started getting nervous. Hmm. Like, it seems like the whole time I was just excited. And after I did my thing, then the nerves kicked in. And I don't know why, but I think maybe because at that time I was just like, okay, I did it. Cool. Here comes the nerves. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I get that. I get why you would get nervous after the fact and, and why you – um And you talked about when you watched it before we recorded. But I think you get nervous after the fact because at that point you did it. And so I think that you're kind of nervous because did I do a good job? Because I can't go back and do it again. So I think you're almost nervous like what are people going to think now? Because if they don't think it's good, I can't do anything about it. Now, in my brain, I'm like if they don't think it's good, you know. F them like you got to do this in front of fifty one thousand people. Who cares what anybody thought about it, right? It, it's it's your experience. You earned it. You won it. This is this is that you know you you got to do it, and no one could ever take that away from you. But I think that's why um that that's where the nervousness came from. And that I don't know that for sure. but That's just my opinion. We talked before we recorded about you. You finally got to watch it the other day. What was it like to see it? To see yourself in front of fifty one thousand people introducing Baron Corbin and Biggie.
2: I was nervous. (laughs) I was nervous because I, my biggest critic is basically myself. And, um, I remember, you know, at, on, um, at SummerSlam on this past Saturday, everyone's telling me great job, great job, great job. And then, you know, in my head, I was like, I hope I really did a great job. (laughs) And then I watched, you know, my video, um, and I could hear Michael Cole, Uh, you know, doing his commentary and, you know, Pat McAfee. And I thought they're really funny um, because they made a comment as to how, oh, my God, I won a contest and I had to announce Baron Corbin. I thought that was funny. Um, But, yeah, I was watching it and I was just staring at myself and I was nervous because to me, I know if I notice something that I wish I didn't do, then I'd be like, oh, my God, really? You did that? But to be honest with you, I, you know, I actually I like what I did. I didn't think it was me. <laughs> I can't believe it's me. Um, it's it's so surreal that I, you know, we came home and I just like everything is just like a blur. Like, did it really happen? Am I in a dream or something?
1: Well, I can tell you as an, as an innocent bystander, not a dream really happened because I saw it (laughs) and lots of other people saw it. And now everybody wants to talk to you about it, which I think is great. I'm going to go to our second commercial break. And when we come back, I've got what I think is a doozy of a question. Um, Not a hard question, but one that might make you think. So uh, stick around for that. We'll take a quick commercial break and be right back. If you don't know. If you joined us late, we are talking with Ringside Rain, Rain Cruz, winner of the WWE TikTok announcer contest, who you saw during the kickoff of SummerSlam here on the Babyface Heel podcast. We'll be right back after these commercials. I have what I think is a doozy of a question for you. It's not difficult, but it's one that I think people will enjoy. And for those listening, you may notice I'm not like, did you meet Vince McMahon? Like, what was it like backstage? Like, we don't do that now. As somebody in the business, maybe that's part of it. But like, I know you're going to get asked those questions here in the next few days as you record more of these interviews. But I... This interview isn't about WWE. This interview is about Rain Cruz. And so that's why I'm not doing that. So if anybody's listening, look, follow at Ringside Rain. You'll see all of her other interviews as well. You'll get people that ask her all these questions, good, bad, and otherwise. But I, this is a, I know how humble you are as a person. We've never talked about that, but I just know. Um, you can just tell. So I'm going to ask you this question and I have my own answer as well, but I want, to, I want you to answer it honestly and, and it's okay if, uh, however it comes out, but thousands of people entered this contest. Why did you win?
2: Why did I win?
0: Yeah.
2: I think they saw passion in me. Um, I, that is actually one of the comments that I've received um, this past Saturday that I was very passionate uh, about ring announcing. Um, not to say that other people didn't have the passion for it, but I think um, they saw that you know in me and how I project my voice. And sometimes I honestly think I move too much or I project my voice too much. But that is passion. That's how I, you know, project my passion, um, not just in ring announcing but with wrestling in general. Um, I didn't think I could do this. It happened by accident that I'm ring announcing, and I actually ended up loving it. And you know, the passion I think kind of started speaking to the people who. Selected me, and they. I think they saw that in me, and I think that's why they ended up picking me. Because I, I think they like the fact that um, not only I, I did the videos that they required the duets with WWE. I also did other videos, um, you know, that kind of showed them, hey, this girl like really wants to win, and um, you know, because to me, like I said earlier, it's free to create those videos. It's it's free to upload them, share them on TikTok. You have one in a million shot, and if it means I'm submitting a free entry, might as well do it. I love doing it anyway; it's my passion, so why not?
1: You know, it, it's it's funny because the the you know one thing I didn't expect was that you were going to say the exact same freaking thing I was going to say. But you're exactly right. Like if you watch your videos, like the passion that you put in there, like it's genuine. And, and, you know, and, and throughout the entire month of August on all my Instagram posts, I talk about authenticity and, and it is like, this is, you can tell that you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. Like there are plenty of people who entered this contest and they thought that they're going to submit one video, they're going to get picked, they're going to ring announce and WWE is going to hire them. Like there are people that thought that and because they just don't get it but you were just doing it because you love ring announcing and you have this passion for what you're doing and you know it's it's like you said it's like a, it's like buying a lottery ticket and and here's the thing we hear it about it all the time people do win the lottery and and in you you know, lottery is not the best analogy because that's purely luck. And while it might be luck to get that video noticed because it's there's so many of them, um, the cool thing about what you did is, and, and it shows your passion, is that you did multiple videos. And I'm sure at some point what jumped out at somebody is when they saw one of your videos, they were like, wait, I said, that I've seen this person before. Wait, I've seen this person before. I remember this passion. I remember, and, and it's re- really jumped out. And I think you just didn't let them forget about your entry. And and it all goes back to what you said. is that passion. Like they can teach somebody how to be a ring announcer, right? They can teach somebody the technical aspect of ring, being a ring announcer, just like they can teach somebody how to be a pro wrestler. They can teach somebody how to be a WWE superstar, but you can't teach them the intangible bits The you can't teach them to have that passion. You either have it or you don't. You can't teach them to have that it factor. You either have it or you don't. And that to me is what they saw when they, and why you won. It's because they saw the things that they could never teach somebody in a million years that you had those. And that I think made them think that you were deserving. I don't believe they took this contest lightly. And the fact that you're just going to have some winner and, and do it. And it wouldn't shock me if they went into this thinking they were going to have some kid or whatever, but I don't know. I know people there, but I don't know anybody who was involved in this contest. And my guess is that, hey, they saw this. They saw that passion and they kept seeing it. And they were like, I have a feeling it wasn't even a difficult decision, to be honest with you. Like when I saw that it was you on Instagram and and I didn't watch the kickoff live because being on the West Coast, I mean, the thing starts at four o'clock. Like there's stuff going on in life. I always go back and watch it. And I obviously went back and watched it. So I found out on Instagram that it was you and, and, and what I posted on your thing was what I thought. I was like, how, how cool is this? And, you know, being an intuitive person, like you just know when somebody's cool, when somebody's genuine, when somebody really does care about what they do. And so I couldn't have been happier. I mean, maybe somebody else could have wanted, maybe they could have been a great person too, but I wouldn't know that person. And so knowing you and knowing everything that I do know about you, um, even before this, i I'm thrilled. And I think that passion is what really did shine through and why you got to do what you got to do. So um I, I think you nailed it. I'm glad you didn't answer it, you know, and, and try to not give yourself some props because you do deserve those props. And um even if this never happens again, and I'm not saying it's never going to happen again, and I hope people don't do that to you, but even if it never happens again, you 100% earn this and no one can ever take that away from you. So you know, props to you for that, props for you for getting to do it and, and really keep everything possible, every video, every Instagram post, every clip, every whatever, because this is, you know, if this is it, then it was a heck of an it. That's for sure. So,
2: yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And thank you so much for you know, thinking of that too about me. Um, I think, I remember when I, you know, first um, created my video on YouTube, um, like recapping WWE SummerSlam, actually, two thousand and nine, two thousand nineteen. Um, I just did that because, to me, I didn't care about the views. It was mostly like I wanted to improve myself because, um, to me, it's like, well, I want to be prepared for that time that maybe there will be an opportunity. And uh, I remember my friend told me, hey, maybe you can, you know, find like a local promotion um, and try it out there. And maybe you'll see if this is something you really want to do. And I had that opportunity this year. I started working in the Indies and it's not an easy gig. You know, sometimes most of the time it's like it's like a. It's really tiring because, like, after the show, you have to clean up and all that, and there's it's it's hard work. But the thing is, it goes back to passion. You do it because you love it.
1: Yeah, no one's getting rich off independent wrestling. Like that's what they, you know, is always said. And as as a guy who puts it on, and myself and and my partner who put on these ICW wrestling events, I mean, it's it's done for the right reasons. And we talk about that all the time. Like we're not greedy our shows do pay for themselves at this point. Like we, we, you know, they they don't lose money, but it takes work to get there. And it takes making the right decisions to get there and dealing with the right people. And, and, and we're, we have no problems cutting out the wrong people like it's just not worth it there's so many things at stake and, and so many people that do sacrifice so much just to to be a part of our event, which is crazy and, and that 's just our event like like it's just you know the, these events that you do the events that I put on whatever they're not huge they're small and small to medium sized independent wrestling events um and and between all of the events that you ring announce and even all the events I put on, you may be the only person that ever gets the w w e with what you just did last weekend but there's so many good reasons why we do it. So many good reasons why people are involved and, and you pick out the good people and you want to keep them involved and keep them going. Um, plus it's just, you know, you want to surround yourself with the right people in life anyway that I give life advice on these shows sometimes and you really are the sum of, of who you surround yourself with. So pick those people well. And, and, and that's why, you know, I'm persistent with certain people. Um, and, and not so much with others. That's for sure. But, uh, you're, you you hit the nail on the head with like what it's like in independent wrestling. Like despite the fact that you've maybe only done 10 of them, um, you, you get it. You get it 100%. I can tell you as a person who's responsible for making sure they happen, um, you, you get it 100%. And I do, do appreciate that. I know that because of the, what you were doing. At SummerSlam, you didn't get to see a ton of SummerSlam. It, what jumped out at you about either the card, the experience? Because I don't. we can talk storylines, whatever, all day, right? What jumped out at you just about the day itself?
2: About the day itself? Um, well, uh, the opportunity to, well, number one would be to ring announce. Number two will be seeing John Cena versus Roman Reigns uh, in terms of, like, the card. Um, I thought that match really got the crowd going and it's always a good time when you get to see a show and the crowd just gets into it i mean we like everyone's just like chanting for um booing Roman Reigns and the fact that these two are good with interacting with the audience uh, and, and really props to Roman Reigns i actually like him as a heel how he would just kind of project that heel character towards the audience. Because uh, a part of my prize is like to sit, um, you know, to get tickets to SummerSlam. And I didn't know it would be ringside seats. So <laughs> when we got there, they're like, oh, here are your seats. And we looked at them and were like, we got to our seats and I was like, oh my God, it's ringside. So really, like we got to see the facial expressions, like the way they talk to The audience that night and it just brought out so much energy from the crowd um and and that's the kind of wrestling that i want to watch you know not just two people wrestling each other but two people wrestling each other involving everyone with their match in their match
1: yeah it's it's you know wrestlemania 37 took place obviously at a football stadium but it was only in front of you know not as many people as, as SummerSlam. SummerSlam was literally their first huge event in forever, like in terms of actual number of people in the stadium. And a lot of people like to, to you know, talk crap about why John Cena suddenly thrust back into the main event. But you just said why. Like like there's a reason why John Cena is John Cena and, and the reason why he can be put in that position so quickly again and it can work. Like it just does make sense. To change the topic just slightly, I mean – where else could they sit ringside rain but ringside? Like you're not upper deck rain, you're not you know lower bowl rain. You're 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 freaking ringside rain. Like they had to at that point. They probably saw your handle and were like, oh crap, we need to get her better tickets. Who can who can get her better tickets now? Uh, you want? I mean WWE takes care of people. Like like for whatever criticism people like to give them, they always take care of people. And and that was well deserved and then some. um, this is a question that you know i've experienced in my life and a lot of people have experienced you do all this stuff right and then you come home and it's kind of like that back to life back to reality like that can sometimes hit you like a ton of bricks like what is it like you come home and it's like oh i got to be a normal person again
2: yeah that was weird coming home it's like like wait what like what well number 1 What happened? Because I felt like the last five days for me have just been like, what's going on? And then number two, because we had to leave fast, we have like a lot of stuff like around the house just because we had to pack really fast. Um, So that was that. It was basically like, okay, back to normal. But the more important question for me was, how do we move forward from here? It's like, yes, I am back to normal. However, how do I move forward with with this? Because to me, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I won the prize. I got to do something that I really love to do. How do I move forward? How do I use this opportunity? that I got to show everyone something that I love to do. How do I, you know, use that to, you know, kind of like keep promoting, you know, support indie wrestling? That is like one of the biggest things for me, especially when I started working in the indies that, you know, I, I, to me, and I kept telling my um, friends in the, in the wrestling industry, you know, when they started congratulating me, I told them, you know, when I step in that ring, you were all in my heart. Because to me, I am a representation of what you guys have been going through your, your hard work, you know, in the Indies, you know, and, and I carry it in my heart because to me, they've supported me, uh, throughout. I mean, I, I, I tell them I'm a rookie, but you guys are so nice to me, you know, um, and they never treated me anything different. So to me, I, I one of the things that, you know, I tell myself, okay, how do I move forward from here? Well, number one, I keep promoting independent wrestling, like use my platform to promote independent wrestling.
1: Yeah. And, and I think it's great. And you never know what life's going to bring. You never know what's going to come next. But it's it's you've got this. And, and it's been, you know, I hate to say given to you because it's really earned. And I think that's something that people need to keep in mind. Like, um, it's not, you know, pulled out of a hat. I mean, it's definitely something that was taken seriously on a lot of levels, especially by you. You talked about promoting, you talked about platform. I want to give you that opportunity before we wrap things up here that people know they can find you at ringside rain, R A I N E, um, on all those forms of social media, but, but give them an opportunity. What do you want people to know about to follow along with for you? And And if they leave this and they want to look up something for you, what is it? How can they find it? How can they find you?
2: How can they find? Oh, they can find me uh, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at Ringside Rain. Also, I'm on YouTube at youtubecom rain with an e. So I upload different kinds of content uh, on YouTube. You can see my WWE um, like recap on pay-per-views. Uh, I also have my ring announcing videos there. Um, I'm. I have my Instagram. wherein You'll see most of my inspirational posts. I, I love to show people where you know how i started and where i am today because i i think that's very important to not just remind myself where i came from but also i think it is a good example to someone out there who who's thinking maybe hey i i I, i'm not gonna do anything anymore because i don't have what it takes i was that person before i was thinking in my head why will i even start i don't have what it takes But guess what? Once you take the first step, you'll never know where it's going to lead you. And and that's that's how I'm using my platform, not just to promote, hey, I won the WWE announcer contest. No, to me, it's like, hey, I made it there because I did X, Y, and Z. I started recording videos in my kitchen and people can see that on my YouTube page. You know, from my kitchen to Allegiant Stadium, like how freaking cool is that? You know, and I've seen comments that the contest was rigged definitely not ring. Like I am a WWE fan, you know? Um, and, and that's the thing. People, I, you know, people sometimes just like to kind of assume things, but I asked people to kind of look on my profile, see how ringside rain started. Because honestly, two years ago, when I started my Instagram page, I have no clue where I was going. I was just, I just knew I loved wrestling and I just knew I wanted to create content for wrestling. And that was, I use social media as my platform. And now that you know I was put in this spot, and I won the contest, I want to use that platform too, to not just share something that I love, but also to share um, to people that, hey, if you have a dream, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's wrestling or something else, you want to start a business, you have a dream job, anything is possible as long as you put in the hard work and you believe in yourself.
1: Yeah, If anybody wants to say it's rigged, you, can, you can't make that claim in this situation. If it was rigged, it would have been a kid. It would have been a special needs. Like, like that's it's, – it's not. Like it's just – that's silly and that's probably jealousy and and let them, let them be jealous, whatever. You know, people – you can't control that, right? You can only control who you are and and the right people you surround yourself with. and And we're lucky to have had a chance to spend some time with you. Uh, that time is precious and we appreciate you sharing so much of it with us here today. Obviously there's so much more we could talk about. I I, I wanted to spend so much time talking about you though, and not really getting into everything else. Hopefully we can do this again soon and talk some wrestling and get into all that, but it's more important that we had a chance to talk to you and talk about you and your experience because that's, you know, wrestling will always be here. How often do we get a chance to talk about something as cool as this? So congrats to you and thank you for sharing so much time with us because, because it's valuable and we appreciate it.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Let me know anytime when you want to have you back in your show. Like, of I'd course. love to come back
1: hundred percent. We can come back and, and have some fun and, and I'll get you back here with the other people and you can see the real bickering and bantering that happens on these shows because <laughs> we just don't care sometimes and just have a lot of fun. And sometimes we just don't even talk about wrestling. We just talk about other things and it's great and entertaining too. So for those of you listening, uh, we appreciate it. Head on over to com forward slash The Chair Shot. Pick up one of those Chair Shot t-shirts. Follow along at Chair Shot Media. Of course, this show is part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, which you can find at the thechairshot.com.
2: Thechairshot.com. always use your
1: head this show does stream on all your po- favorite podcast platforms like iTunes Spotify iheart Google Play and so many more so like subscribe and leave us that five star review tell a friend about it and and follow along of course lots of great content for you at the chair shot to read lots of great content for you to listen to at the chair shot radio network remember it's not just wrestling. It's sports, it's entertainment, and it's sports entertainment, all found right here at TheChairShot.com. Follow me at Chair Shot Greg, of course. Follow Rain, if you're not already, at Ringside Rain. And, and Rain, thank you again for coming on and being a part of this. We uh, Hopefully people learn something and and can, can really take something away from it because that is a, a huge deal to me and hopefully a huge deal to them too.
2: Oh, thank you for having me again. Of
1: course, 100%. Until next time. I'm Greg DeMarco reminding you to always use your head.
0: You think you know me.
1: On this day, I see clearly everything is come to
0: life. This is my yard now. Acknowledge me.